Welcome to the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. I'm Kim McLaughlin and I am your host. I'm a psychotherapist, coach, speaker, and best-selling author. I help people when they feel frustrated, overwhelmed, and it shows up in overeating. Today we're talking about unlocking mindfulness, the power of gratitude in boosting well-being. We're going to explore five reasons why gratitude helps mindfulness, one easy tool to increase gratitude, and you can get your downloadable ebook with more ideas to increase gratitude. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the Feed Your Soul with Kim podcast. Today we are talking about unlocking mindfulness, the power of gratitude and boosting well-being. This is a great topic as I'm recording this, we are in the holiday season, so there's a lot of talk about gratitude, especially around Thanksgiving and so the month of November is often let's practice gratitude. And that is good, but you need to do it the other 11 months of the year. So we are going to talk about it today, but we're going to talk about it again other months because this is something that has to be increased more and just not part of one day or one one month. So let's first dive into why would you want to do that? Why would you want to talk about gratitude. It's um it's hard to see why it could be important. And it's it often I think comes off as being something that's religious or spiritual and kind of part of a woo-woo thing rather than it's grounding and it's part of being mindful and part of being in your body. So let's first start with gratitude and and a and a definition, which is a little interesting to me because the Oxford Dictionary says gratitude is the quality of being thankful. And then it also says thankful is expressing gratitude. So I read this as being they they merge with each other, being grateful and being thankful merge with each other. And often I really just think we use them interchangeably and that's a good thing so that we can just practice gratitude and practice being thankful and know that we're doing the right thing. Um, I have what we're going to talk about is five different reasons. Why do we need to be grateful? I came up with five reasons. There are many more than five, but but this is a good starting spot to really help you look at why being grateful is Important. So the first reason that being grateful is important, what did we say it is? It unlocks mindfulness and boosts well-being. So it's pretty, pretty darn powerful. And why do we need to be grateful? It grounds us into the present moment. And I like that because that's really this part of being mindful. It grounds us into what's going on right now. And not about what we've made up about the future, what we think about the past, but literally what is going on right now. And if we choose to go in that direction, it can help us focus on what's going on right now that's positive, what's going on right now that feels right in our life. And it can be a great opportunity. I realize that 
every moment doesn't feel wonderful and that there are things that happen in our lives that don't feel really good. And I acknowledge that. And there's still an opportunity for in this moment, what am I grateful for? And then that brings you back into your body and back into being mindful and back into being centered, which is exactly what we're looking for getting grounded into that present moment. A second reason why gratitude is so valuable is that it puts us into the perspective of positivity. It can be this opportunity to see what's going right. We just talked about that a few minutes ago. When we cultivate gratitude, we are actually looking at what is going right, what is positive. Being grateful is a strong key to moving into positivity. I was looking up some stats. So the National Science Foundation says that we have between 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. That's a lot of thoughts per day. And 80% of them are negative and 95% are repetitive. So we have 95% repetitive thoughts and 80% are negative. That to me is huge. What happens with these negative thoughts is that we tend to believe them. We tend to think that they're correct and they tend to go unnoticed. There are tens of thousands of thoughts a day, 80% are negative, and they just pass by. They just pass through our head. And it's it's like um, if you really get into thoughts, like you can see thoughts stacked on top of each other and they're very powerful. And when they're constantly negative, imagine what that does to you. If they're repetitive, negative, and they go unnoticed, that to me seems like a powerful problem. That That's a really big problem. When we start to focus on mindfulness, it can take us out of that constant negativity of thoughts. Mindfulness is really about being present in the moment. I actually think of it as like not uh, positive or negative, just being in the moment in mindfulness would be about being in the breath, being grounded in your body, being center in your heartbeat our mindfulness is is mindfulness. And then we're moving off of those constant negative thoughts. So uh, I also, I like using the dictionary. Uh, the Oxford Dictionary says mindfulness is a state, a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment. And that is a present moment, as I just said, that is without value, good or bad. It just is, I'm aware of my breath. I'm aware of my heartbeat. I'm aware of my feet on the ground. And then what we can do from that is being aware in our body and then being aware of what's going around us and focusing that thought then on that positivity, because then we're more centered in our body and we're more centered on what's going right. And that's what we really want to do is focus on what is going right. And when we focus on those positive thoughts, we we increase the 20% that are positive, right? That's a limited amount of positive thoughts. And often when we have those 
when we have those positive thoughts, we don't necessarily even believe them. We'll believe all the negative ones, but we won't necessarily believe all the positive ones. So we have to really, I call it infiltrate our brain, put a lot of that positive back into our brain and focus on being When we're mindful and focused on being centered, we then can look out and see more of that positivity and feel great or um, start acknowledging the gratitude for what we already see going on around us. The third thing that gratitude can do is it can increase your opportunity for awareness. This is what we're talking about. It brings you in touch with what's going on around us and We can focus on what is negative going on around us. Remember, 80% we see or interpret in our brain is negative. So that negative thought is really the default of what we do and what we think about. I, I think about that we can have this thought about what's going wrong, what is wrong, or we can focus on what is right. And it takes more focus, it takes more attention to focus on what's right, what's positive, than what's wrong and negative. It takes more time and attention and consciousness to focus in on what's right. I challenge you to start recognizing those negative thoughts and challenge yourself to see what is positive around you. I acknowledge that there are bad things that happen and I'm not condoning violence. I'm not condoning anything that is dangerous. So that's not about um, kind of that spiritual bypass where we just say, oh, everything is fine when it isn't. There's a point where we need to be protected and protecting ourselves, But there's also much more times where we're not in any kind of danger, but we're not viewing the world from any kind of positive lens. I uh, was thinking about, as I was thinking about this talk, I was thinking about the book Man's Search for Meaning by Victor E. Frankel. And It's a book that Frankel wrote in the 1940s about being in multiple concentration camps. And he focused on, he focused his mind and his attitude on what was going on around him, what was positive, what was positive with the guards, what was going on around him that was positive. And it made me think about if he can do that while he is in a concentration camp, my goodness, I could do it while I am at the grocery store or driving around to see what's positive going on, to get in that attitude of gratitude, to start focusing and um, centering my mind on what is positive going on around me. Because as I said before, you can find just as many positive things going on around you as you can find negative things going on around you. We're just geared into going towards the negative. And I want to challenge you to start looking at what you're grateful for around you. Actually, you know, it doesn't always have to be things that are positive, but just things that you're grateful for without judgment. I'm grateful for the sun that's shining today, for the trees that are beautiful fall colors. I'm grateful for all of you that are listening today. I'm grateful for my audio equipment that I can talk to you and Zoom that I can come to people live on YouTube. 
There's a lot of things that I'm grateful for. And when I start to do that, those of you who see me on YouTube right now can see I'm smiling because I'm talking about all the things I'm grateful for. It literally brings a smile to my face when I think about what I'm grateful for. The fourth reason why we want to have more gratitude is that it increases emotional regulation. And that is what I think of when I think of when we're our emotions feel out of balance, where we feel like we don't know what to do or really angry or upset or scared or overwhelmed or stressed. We're emotionally dysregulated. And that's what happens in challenging situations. When we feel that we cannot manage our emotions or manage the situation, we feel emotionally dysregulated. Gratitude actually brings us into the to the state of emotional regulation. It can then give you the opportunity to monitor the system, monitor emotional dysregulation, like, oh, I'm feeling off right now. I'm feeling stressed right now. I'm feeling overwhelmed right now. And then we can center into the moment mindfully and focus on what's right. I'm I'm standing here. I'm okay. Everything's going well. I will take care of the situation. It also sounds like a lot of affirmations. And I'm glad that I can take care of this in a productive manner. So we can handle those challenging situations with more grace, more kindness, and more understanding. The fifth way that gratitude helps us is it leads to connection. Gratitude leads us to connect with others in a more meaningful way. It leads us to connect with others. It also leads us to connect with ourselves. So when we have gratitude, we tend to be softer to others. We tend to be kinder to others. We tend to have more empathy towards others. When you think about people that you might have challenges with, and we all have someone, we can get into gratitude about what we like about them. I'm grateful that they show up on time. I'm grateful that they had a smile on their face. I'm grateful that they asked how I am doing. And that moves into what's going right in that situation, what we're grateful for, and it doesn't make them wrong and it doesn't make them bad. We really come out of it when we focus on what we're grateful for in other people is it creates a win-win for both of us. And that's literally what we're looking for is a win-win. It once again, doesn't condone hateful and hurtful behavior. We have to say no to that and say, I'm not going to accept that behavior. But beyond that, we have to learn how to, or it's in our best interest actually, to be grateful for what they bring to the table or who they are in our lives. Sometimes I'm grateful when they're difficult people. I'm grateful that they're teaching me a lesson, that they're helping me learn more about myself, that they're helping me learn how to be more grateful. They're helping to, me to learn how to be more positive. They're also might be helping me to learn. Thank you for helping me learn how to say no, right? There are lots of ways that um, other people's behavior can help us. And I can be grateful for that. Gratitude also connects us more with ourselves because when we are in gratitude about others, there's this opportunity then to be in gratitude about ourselves. 
How am I grateful for what I do? How am I grateful for who I am? How am I grateful for how I show up in the world? And that becomes a really personal journey to more self-love and to increase how I think about myself. Remember, 80% of our thoughts are negative and those include thoughts about ourselves. So when we focus on gratitude for ourselves, for what I've done correct, how I've produced a podcast today. I get to talk with people about gratitude. I get to have a good connection with my family this morning. I get to take my daughter to a lesson this afternoon. I'm grateful that I have that ability and I'm grateful that I do it. And then as I do that, I feel more love towards myself, which is once again, how we increase our positivity. And we want to increase that positivity. We want to increase that gratitude to move out of those thousands and thousands and thousands of negative thoughts we have every day. We're just making a little, um, what do they call it? Drop in the pond. But we got to keep doing it to build it up and to build that stronger gratitude muscle because it is like a muscle that we have to build up. As I was thinking of the five ways um, that we can, um, or reasons why we want to be more grateful. I also thought, well, then how about we have a tip, a tool to start practicing more gratitude? I have a link in the show notes about getting my gratitude workbook and journal. So you can increase your gratitude even more. And they have even more, we have more ideas in that journal and workbook on gratitude. But I was thinking of one thing I wanted to present was this idea. It's called rampage of appreciation. And the term, as far as I know, was coined by Abraham Hicks. And they talk about having a rampage of appreciation. I love that term. I've been sharing this with people lately that a rampage is like having a lot, a lot of appreciation. So that means a rampage of gratitude, really. What they talk about, Abraham Hicks talks about, is to have a point in time during the day where you just put out all the things that you're grateful for. Oftentimes, people will talk about it being in the morning. I don't care if it's in the morning, in the afternoon, in the daytime, or in the nighttime prior to when you go to bed. But have this point in time where you really talk about things, people, situations that you're grateful for. I like to use, um, I like to journal with this. You can do it, um, you can speak it if you'd like, but I think it's more powerful to write it down because we don't tend to do that. And I like in my journal to say, I am grateful for, and then I just start free writing all the things I can think of. Really, you can go a minute five minutes, 10 minutes, a half hour, whatever amount of time comes to you is fine. And it can be profound things like getting unexpected money, but it also can be quite mundane, like having hot water that works. I like to write, like I said, I am grateful for hot water, getting up on time today, being able to do a podcast today. The sun is shining the beautiful leaves are outside my office. I love that the electricity is working today. And then I just keep writing and writing and writing. I find that for me, 
I tend to go through things in the room and that's the easiest starting spot for me. And I find that once I get on a roll, lots of things start showing up that I am grateful for. And it's really pretty easy at this point because I've been doing it long enough. It might be hard for you. And once again, if it's hard for you, just go throughout the room and I'm grateful for that picture. I love it. I I remember where I bought it and I'm grateful that it fits so nicely on the wall. I'm grateful that my computer is working. This gives me lots of opportunities to do the work I want to do. I'm grateful for my my cell phone that I have it right here. So you can start going through items in the room and seeing what you're grateful for. And it starts this direction of positivity because our mind can be very negative and can say, this is bogus. There's nothing to be positive about. I can't be positive. I promise you, Viktor Frankl, even in multiple concentration camps, he found things to be grateful for. He found positivity. If he can do it, I can do it, and you can do it. So that is a really powerful method to do this, is doing that rampage of appreciation and just put it to the paper. I really encourage you to start thinking about this, about how you can increase the gratitude in your life. And as you increase the gratitude, you're becoming more mindful and present in the moment to what's going on. They literally help each other out. And and the other... um win that we talked about in our title was, and it increases your well-being. It increases how you feel about yourself because you're uplifting yourself. You're creating that positive energy in yourself and then around yourself and then in your interactions with others. It literally works miracles. And I highly recommend that you do it. I hope you try the things we talked about. I hope you also get the gratitude journal and workbook to get more ideas, I would love for you to write a note on uh, wherever you get this podcast and let me know what you've tried. I want to hear from you. What did you try? You also could send me an email in the show notes, info at feedyoursoulunlimited.com. Thank you for joining us on this podcast. I am so glad you were here. I look forward to increasing all of our gratitude going round and around in our life. I'll talk to you later. Bye, everyone.